is burning, it's burning for you. Lance Bush is burning, it's burning for you. Lance Bush is burning, it's burning for you. Welcome to another edition of Lens Burning Bush. I am Len Harvey. Before I bring on my guest for the week, I want to talk about what's really burning my bush. So for the first time in 103 episodes, I am actually going to give a shout out to a listener and give them the chance to give what their burning bush is and what's burning their bush at the moment. So it's kind of interesting. Justin Steele from Cincinnati, Ohio, tweeted at Lens Burning Bush this week. He has been a longtime follower of the show on a weekly basis. Got to give him credit and propers for that. He tweeted, when I binge podcast episodes, instead of going to the next episode, it unfortunately goes back to the previous one. I don't think this occurs for every podcast format, but when it does happen, it really burns my bush. So first, thank you to Justin for actually understanding me. Uh, Things bother me all the time, and this is what burns my bush, and I'm glad he gets the show, and uh, now we really have to get to the bottom of this in particular. We really do. Because we don't want to have a situation where you're trying to binge Lens Burning Bush and there's 103 episodes and you're listening to episode 102 and you got to go back one. It should automatically go to the next one. In Justin's case, he used Apple iTunes. Um, don't want to you know, criticize Apple until I find out a little bit more. But if anybody else has been experienced this problem, please tweet at LensBurningBush, and I will get to the bottom of this. Because again, we need to get through this. It's hard enough, as I mentioned, with 103 episodes since April the 12th of 2020. So let's work smarter not harder, and get this uh, fixed. You should be able to binge from episode to episode. And I had an episode a couple of weeks ago about binge or not to binge. We should be able to binge the way we want to binge. So the other thing that is bothering me this week is I should be getting a little more excited. April is my birthday month, and normally I'd be you know, pretty excited about it. But it's getting to the point that it's not that it's getting older is is bothering me. It is not because I don't really that has not bothered me at all that the fact that that I get older uh, and experiencing. But it's the fact that everyone is in my wallet. Yes, everyone, including IRS. Right, April fifteenth, they want some money. The second thing that occurs is every vehicle in my house is registered to me, which on my birthday month, again, I've got to now write a check for all of those vehicles, including motorcycles, to the state of Kentucky, because Kentucky is one that takes the vehicle tax on the value of the car in addition to the registration. So a huge bill, i got to write a check to Uncle Sam, and then I need to write a big check to the state of Kentucky. So happy birthday to me. Uh, As if 54 wasn't bad enough, I have to deal 
with this stuff. My goodness. With that being said, it's time to bring on my guest for the week. She last appeared on episode 27, way back in season one, in the National Everything Day episode. So make sure you go back and listen to see how brilliant she was in that. She's going to be brilliant again. Let's welcome for the second time the very lovely Nicole O'Brien. And Nicole, I'm going to put you up on the big screen so that you can see and everybody could see you. And welcome again to Lens Burning Bush. Hey, how are you? How are you? Uh, well, it's, it's I'm good. I'm it's, good. It's good to see you. Uh, I love the beach hey. theme that you got going on. Sorry. April 18th is tax day. So you've got three extra days. Oh, geez. That helps a lot. Okay. Well, it's still in the same month, though. And I just, yeah, <laughs> April, you're right. April, I just, yeah. I automatically go to April 15th because I'm. No, I know. know. That's what everybody does. Yeah. But I, I just figured, hey, you got three more days well, that you can hold on to your money. That's exactly right. And the fact is. You're a bastard, you. I'm, I'm, I am a cheap little, little F, but it's just, it's just a big check. Like, you know what I mean? It's like the no, big. I know. Elaine wanted the big salad and I've got the big check. You know, I got to write the big check I and I don't, it. I just, I'm not happy about this at all but again yeah. these are minuscule problems in, in the world but uh have you ever tried right. to binge uh, other podcasts or you and and have you had it where it goes to the previous episode i just want to make sure yeah i i don't know why it would be like that it seems like common sense that it would just go to the next episode why is it going backwards? Yeah, I don't know. I don't uh, well, he experienced this problem. So Justin Steele, who lives in Cincinnati, Ohio, thank you again. For, hey, Justin. Yeah, hey, exactly. We got we got to make sure that Justin feels the love because, uh, you know, who's tweeting at Lens Burning Bush and listening every single week? You know, come on. But, I mean, really, it's just a couple of pushes of buttons. It's not like he's out there with a hoe and a hay bale and, you know, working his ass off. Oh, I, I again. So, come on. This is, but again, lens burning bush, most of the stuff is minuscule problems to the world. Yeah. This is why he gets it. He gets the show, Nicole. He gets it. He understands that these are the things that bother me. The little uh, just things that bother little you. things. It's the little things, not the big things. Although in this mm -hmm. case, the IRS, it's a big thing. That's a big thing. <laughs> That's a big mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I get ticked off about that too because they're taking what, like twenty some odd percent of your hard-earned cash at least yeah it's just it's frustrating uh especially when you pay all year like i get a lot of mm -hmm. commission checks and you know you you they take a bunch out and you mm -hmm. pay all through the year and it's just upsetting to even have to pay at the end of it why not just whatever you're supposed to get taken out just take it out and then i don't have to write another check at the end of the year it just makes me it makes me crazy like just well if you have a really out. good accountant they can probably figure it out well, well, although I guess with you and commission checks, those are always different. It's always different, and and he yeah. does a good job. My account, I've had a, my friend for since 1993. I've had the same uh, account. Oh wow! Yeah, so that's uh, wow. he's a friend of mine from New Jersey. Actually, still does my taxes. Jersey? Yeah, Jersey. No, okay, Jersey and Jersey. So, what has been new with you going on? I know in the last episode you told us how Tinder actually saved your life why don't you revisit that story because that is a that is a great story and, and my, people might not have listened to it before um right. and, and again we'll go back to it uh you had a health issue uh mm -hmm. and luckily you're still with us thank goodness uh this is thank before yeah. covid right this was this was well before yeah. covid yeah yeah this was um 2018 last okay. couple of days of 2018 i had a cardiac arrest oh. um totally out of the blue unexpected and Luckily, one of the, the people that happened to be at my house, and luckily I was at home with friends over and not home by myself, um, he knew how to do CPR. He was trained to do CPR with the job that he has. 
because um, sometimes he'd have to go overseas into dangerous areas. And thank God he knew how to do it. He saved my life. My girlfriend, Meg, um, was also over. She's the one that found me passed out. And um, they called 911 and took care of me. So Tinder is where I met him. So it was like our third or fourth date, which is quite a quite a thing to go through. Um, but we're, we're still really good friends. I still see him. He lives in Hawaii now. Um, hopefully going to go out there and see him soon. Um, and Meg, actually, I'm going to see you tonight. We're very good friends. Um, and I just... Like, how do you thank people when they do something like that for you? I, I don't I've, think they want to be. Th- I think just the fact that you're there with them. I, I, I think that you ex- it's one of those things where uh, if it ever happened where I were to save some. I mean, I wouldn't want them to be, you know, indebted to me just because it's just your duty. You know, you see somebody not doing well. Yeah. You've got to help them. I mean, it's just, right. you know, that's the. I guess. But you know what? Every day I I in the back of my mind, it's always there. Well, one. Will it happen again? Right. I was afraid of that. Um, hopefully not. No. But two, um, yeah, it's just like I feel. I do. I feel so indebted to them that I want to do something for them. But what can you do? Just you know? be you. They, you know, be your friend. Be their friend. I mean, that's kind of mm-hmm. the, uh, the the best thing because if you consistently do that, then they get their. You know, it, it's back tenfold, right? That's the way. Mm-hmm. Just, just be you. Be kind, like you are. You're kind. You know, you're very kind. God damn it! Damn it! No. You're kind. You're very kind. She's kind. She's doing it. But, but anyway, uh, I have some sad news to report. I don't know if anybody um, realized this or saw this, but unfortunately, Taylor Hawkins, the drummer of the Foo Fighters, passed away uh, last night. Uh, he was 50 years old, and. Uh, the Foo Fighters uh, came out, and they're devastated by the tragic and untimely loss of our beloved Taylor Hawkins, uh, which was posted to social media. His musical spirit and infectious laughter will live on uh, in all of us forever. And the Foo Fighters were currently on tour in South mm-hmm. America, and uh, this happened. That is just awful, awful news. Jeez, yeah, I couldn't believe it. 50 years old. I know. Do they have any more news on it yet? Not that I've seen as of this morning, uh, as of Saturday. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll we'll be getting more news in there. Uh, you know, there's been people like Miley Cyrus, who's a known uh, Foo Fighter fan, has come out and said, peace, my friend. Um, mm-hmm. She had a rough go of it this week. I don't know if you saw, but Miley uh-huh. Cyrus' plane was struck by lightning. Uh, this oh. is not good news for me as someone who is going to be flying soon. But oh ba- my God. yeah, bad weather. Of course, they had to a- embellish this with a little bit of uh, took a wrecking ball to Miley Cyrus's <laughs> festival <laughs> plans. I'm sorry, but the party in the uh. USA singer revealed on Instagram she was headed to Paraguay when her plane got caught in a major unexpected storm and was struck by lightning. The crew, the band, the family all were traveling. Uh, with, they are safe after the emergency landing, but imagine that. Your, and then your friend, uh, or at least uh, your the band member uh, Hawkins dies. Mm-hmm. Uh, just sorry, you know, we're sending our prayers to the yeah, to the terrible. Hawkins family because that you know, Foo Fighters. My my cousin Lisa is a huge Foo Fighter fan, and she's uh, mm-hmm. already on social media. She's wearing black, and it's just, luckily mm-hmm. all of her um, material from Foo Fighters is black anyway. But it's just um, just a rough wow. go. It, you know, it's amazing we get so. Um, you know, with our artists or entertainers, or you feel like you know them when you, you know, and mm-hmm. then when they pass away, mm-hmm. it's such a, such a tragedy, but uh, yeah, it's a uh, uh, great band. I mean, you think about Dave Grohl, yeah. I mean, he, he was in Nirvana, Hall of Fame band, right? Foo Fighters, He's Hall a of Virginia Fame. guy also. Yeah. And, and the Foo Fighters mm-hmm. just got in last year, right? To the, 
to the Hall of Fame, I mm-hmm. think. Uh, so the fact is, you you know, the situation, even Ozzy Osbourne tweeted, uh, you know, out there. It, thank goodness he tweeted and not spoke, right? It would be easy. It's easier to, to find it. Like there are certain people that you know need what he's to, saying, man. There's certain people that need to tweet, but uh, you mm-hmm. know, unfortunately, mm-hmm. you know, got to mention it about the uh, the tragic death. Um, mm. So one thing I want to kind of segue. This is way out of the. You know, it's kind of a, a weird segue, but I'm <laughs> married. You were married. Uh, now I have a question for you. Okay. You, you know, anniversaries can, I guess, be forgotten, but. Would you would you remember Should the they be? well? I don't. I'm just just trying. Okay. Would, would you would, you know if you were asked what date you got married or the day you got married, you'd remember that, right? Of course, of course. Well, not? well. Apparently, Matthew McConaughey, the McConaughey's, they have a relationship. Camilla mm. and and Matthew. They say mm-hmm. they're soon celebrating a decade of marriage. Can't agree over the official date. They said, Matt oh, and I, on. listen to this. This is a cop-out. Matt and I are just not good with dates with our marriage. The 40-year-old Brazilian model revealed in an interview to Entertainment Tonight, which published Tuesday, we go back and forth all the time. They were indeed married on June 9, 2012. It was mm-hmm. only 10 How could you not remember right. 10 years ago? I mean, it's just. Even I kind of know because I know they did sort of like a, a glamping thing for yeah. their wedding yes they did i remember the glam- right? I did an episode with gordy deal mm-hmm. uh who you remember from metro oh yeah we, uh, did, we uh. did a glamping episode and we talked about that right yeah right glamping i didn't know what that was i really glamping uh, although i would do that see I, I i'm not a camper i i don't like to be out i mean i like being outside but i don't, don't like, like to nature be, i don't know my my idea of roughing it is in a hotel room that doesn't have wi-fi you know that that's oh my god that's great. I'm not, I don't I don't need to be the horror. I mean I don't need to be sleeping in a tent when an animal could be coming in. I don't. No. I just have no no. Yeah, but have you ever slept outside? Uh, you get yeah, a I've slept, really good night's sleep. Yeah, I've slept outside before. Although now I have a CPAP, so I've got to find a place to take. Oh that. my goodness, you're taking the CPAP. Oh, yeah, really? well, well, you got to do what you got to do. You know. It yeah, uh, ap- sleep apnea is. You really should put bad that on your heart. Tinder uh, dating profile. Just have a picture have, of me. Have, with- <laughs> I think that would be that'd be terrific. Please date Nicole. She's got oh, the CPAP. Yeah. I mean, you know what? If you're honest, Wait, that makes it sound like I have a disease. She's no, no, got the CPAP. <laughs> the CPAP machine. That's what I meant. So I, you don't have a disease. That's that's is that a new disease now? She's no, it's CPAP. just yeah. She's got the CPAP. She's got to sleep better with this uh, with this thing and make sure mm-hmm. you know. It, I think it would be great if you put that as your profile picture. Okay. I think that the person that picks you would probably be a true person because that's you know people don't enough can't fake that. That's a that's mm-hmm. a great great idea. I think okay. you should you should do that. Put it on. Okay, your... I will. I will. <laughs> we'll see how many we'll see how many dates dates you get from from that, uh, yeah. the, the dating game. I have a fr- uh, another. No. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 I was going to say, stay married because dating sucks. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I, I have friends all the time. I have uh, one of the people that's been on my show a couple of times, Dana Race. She is dating. Mm-hmm. And dating after 40 is bad. Dating after 50 is even worse, right? Um, but, mm-hmm. but she's trying to find somebody. And, and every time she does, he, she calls it the tools of dating. Tools. 
Uh, and, okay. and meaning tools. Like oh, a, they're like the a, tools? They're the tools, yeah. Okay. <laughs> because you find somebody you think, you know, you're going to get into a relationship with, and then they're texting their ex-girlfriend or they're, you know, they're, what? you know, or they're yeah. going on social media, commenting on other people's stuff uh, and doing stuff. So she finds that, you know, it's like you, you can't find anybody. It's very difficult to find somebody uh, these days that, that, that is, uh, you know. Dating is hard. Do you want to hear a story? I would love it. We got, we got plenty of time. I'm, I'll put you on. Okay. How about this? I'm going to put you on the big screen, and I'm going to say, okay. Nicole O'Brien, everybody, and she's going to tell <laughs> us how not to date or to date, right? That is no, the question. No, no, no. I'm just going to tell you a story right. about a, a date that I went on. Okay. So first of all, he went to there. We were meeting at a Cooper's Hawk. Um, there were two. I he was nearer the one that I meant. So I just assumed we would go to the same one anyway. So he ended up being 45 minutes late because he went to the wrong Cooper's Hawk. Uh, How does this happen? Let me stop you one second. I mean, you go to the wrong Cooper's Hawk. I mean, didn't he set that up or did you? uh, I, I, that, I don't remember. This is a couple of, well, this is pre pandemic. All right. Well, finish the story. Um, I apologize. Regardless, regardless. So he was late. I let that go. Um, we had a very nice date. He was very cute. Um, very nice kisser. I don't usually kiss on the first date. You know me. Kiss and tell. Yes. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so, uh, and he lived in Colorado, but he, um, came to the, to Virginia, uh, like every three weeks, I think. So anyway, um, we continued to talk until the next time he was going to be in Virginia. And one Saturday morning, he sends me a picture of this woman lying in bed. Um, and he said, Oh, that's my sister. I'm like, okay. It was a very provocative picture though. Not, not that she showed anything, but it was just a very, like something you might send a lover of yours when you wake up in the morning. Um, so then we kept talking as it turns out, he and his sister send each other pictures like that all the time. Mm. And he's like, does that bother you? I'm like, it's a little weird. (laughs) Because well, we're very close. Uh, yeah, I don't think you should be that close with your sister. That it was very odd. That so. is very, very odd. And There's some therapy. Really big. Oh, so I really hated to give that up. Oh, <laughs> we won't talk. This is record. Just so you know, this way, this is going over the air right now. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, I understand that, but you know, the, the sister probably likes it just as much. So there you go. Um, the, Isn't that weird though? That very, there are so weird. many weirdos out there. Yeah. No, so I know, many. and and therapy needs to happen for some. And that mm-hmm. would be a definite therapy case of of uh, the sister, right? Uh, yeah, not if you're being turned able... on by your sister and you're that yeah. close. Yeah, there's something not right with that. I Mm-mm. think uh, you Mm-mm. know it's kind of crazy. Uh, but that's that's just a drop in the bucket of the people that you'll meet. I, I I don't understand. Were they always around and we just didn't see them? Yeah, are I, people more open I, about their likes and dislikes? Yeah, I, th- I I think it's possible yeah. now that people feel freer to express that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. that that's really weird. The sister yeah. name is just kind of that was int- too much for me. Yeah, look, I would imagine uh, that would not mm-hmm. be somebody. So a, a second date or th- that didn't happen after that. No. I would I would think so. Um, no, no. <laughs> so these I can't are, compete with a sister. No, absolutely. Uh, it, it's you know she knows. <laughs> I don't it. want to compete. No, with no. Oh, jeez, <laughs> I can't believe we're going there. Speaking of going with sisters, Jerry Springer. Um, is mm-hmm. now officially leaving his – he's left the studio for now. Uh, the cancellation of Judge Jerry after three seasons leaves Springer without a small screen home for the first time since the Springer show launched back in 1991. 
Uh, mm-hmm. He has done forty years. He did the he did the raucous circus. He would have that would have been a great Springer episode or Maury Povich, you know, or something. Mm-hmm. You're I date my sister, you know. That would have <laughs> I'm been, in love with my sister. Yeah, I'm in love with my sister, and I take weird provocative photos, and I do that with Jerry Jerry Springer. Uh, Jerry, I've met Jerry, and Jerry's a, oh, yeah? a really nice guy. He's very smart. He um, he's you know got a. His law degree, he certainly knows his stuff. And, I didn't um, know he had a law degree. Yeah, I think, huh? yeah. He, well, he was actually, he was actually um, the mayor of Cincinnati. I don't know if you remember that. But Mm-mm. he unfortunately wrote a check to uh, a provocative young lady, and then it bounced. Oh, really? Yeah, it was all, that was back in the day. But he actually, yeah, he was a mayor. He's, uh, he, he's been on, he was on um, TV for a long time, too, in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. So he did that. But, uh, yeah, he's... Interesting stuff, but Jerry Springer, uh, no more. Uh, Judge Jerry, all these judges. Now they got Judge Steve Harvey. Have you seen this? Yeah, uh, I saw that. Well, I haven't seen the show, but I saw. No, him. he's not wearing the robe though. He said, "I'm not going to disrespect because you you know people know oh, that, okay. that he's not well, a, a, a judge, right?" Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but there's going to be a new Marilyn Monroe movie coming out on Netflix. Oh, how are they doing uh, that? I, I I think that they're going to have uh, Anna De Armas from Deep Water. Uh, she's going to be the iconic actress and pinup model. She was given uh, the actual, you'll love this, the movie has, has been given an NC-17 rating. So it'll be okay. a little risque for uh, for Netflix, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see. Uh, the uh, director said that they insisted on hiring Jennifer Lame uh, Tanette to curb the uh, excess of the movie. But, uh, you know, again, it's Marilyn Monroe. Uh, it'll, it'll, uh, the show blonde, it's called, it's called blonde. Okay. So that's what okay. it's called. Uh, co-stars Adrian Brody, which we know Brody does a mm-hmm. bunch of stuff. Uh, he's Bo- a handsome man. Yeah. Bobby Cannavale, uh, Julian Nicholson. Uh, the film was originally rumored to premiere in May outside of the competition at Cannes or cons or it's Cannes, right? Con. Con. It's con. con? I, I don't think you say the S. Con. Con, okay. And, and that's in, you know. But whatever. I could be wrong. Uh, what the hell do I know? What do I know? Uh, but reportedly no longer expected to, during the festival. If Blonde does open in the theaters before moving to streaming, NC-17 could be an obstacle for some cinemas that are streaming it. Uh, but this is supposedly, uh, they've not a, a announced, a fi- Netflix officially hasn't announced any. I, I would definitely go see it, though. I, mm-hmm. I'm i interested in Marilyn Monroe. I'm fascinated I with all that. I love Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. yeah. She's I think she's the, figure, to but. me, she is the perfect size woman like that. That mm-hmm. I just think that we go too she's crazy. Like a size 12. I know. And she's she perfect. Wasn't, like, yeah, I mean, but I, it, but in our time there, well, I think we're going back to, or swinging around to letting women be the size they should be. Yeah. And not some tiny little skinny thing that doesn't eat. Um, if that's the way you are, that's great. But yeah. for some of us, it's a struggle. Yeah. To be like that. So, and, and she was just a healthy looking person. Yes. How you should be. And I I agree. And I think more and more people should be like that. So that is kind Mm -hmm. of uh, but Marilyn Monroe movie blonde. I will uh, wait to see that. I can't wait. Uh, We talked about getting older. Um, Unfortunately, that, that is the case, but uh, Godfather, you want to feel old. Now the Godfather is 50 years old. Uh, it apparently really? debuted in theaters on March 24th, 1972. It is now 50 years old. Uh, huh. It is the uh, the Paramount Picture film for a period was the highest grossing film of all time. $243.8 million worldwide. And wow. that adjusted for inflation would be about $1.6 billion. I was going to ask. Yeah, yeah. today. 
you know, Coppola was 32 back then uh, when he did it. Of course, they made Godfather 2 um, uh, considered as good, right? But the third one, people didn't like it as much. A slew of Oscar nominations, but, uh, you know, it is uh, Godfather. What, what are your thoughts? Did you love the can God? I, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just going to, can I admit something? Yeah, go right ahead. You've never seen it. I don't think so. <laughs> So I brought Sorry. up something you've never seen. I apologize. <laughs> no. That's my uh, fault. I should bet a lot this of stuff. I, I get teased a lot for a lot of movies that I, are classics that I should have seen, and I don't think I did. Yeah, that's Or I don't remember. It could be. Maybe that's it. Well. Hey, did you see the, the I Love Lucy movie? I have not yet. Is it good? Okay. I don't know because I'm not a Nicole Kidman fan, and I truly think they, they screwed up by not having um, Deborah Messing. Oh, right. Deborah Messing would have been good. Nicole Kidman, I I don't, I, that, that casting, I don't understand at all. But they must have, they must have saw something that would, I don't know, allow them to, Nicole Kidman in there. You know, she's, I don't know. She seems to be good in most everything, though. Mm -hmm. You don't like her. You're not a fan. I'm not a fan. Sorry, Nicole. Did did she not, like, return your phone call? What is is this (laughs) hatred towards Nicole Kidman? I mean, she dated Tom. She was married to Tom Cruise. That would be one thing I would say. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I don't hate her. I just. Dislike. I'm not a big fan. Not a big fan. All right. Hey, uh, my wife. And she's not good with accents. No. My wife's not a big. But neither am I. My wife's not a big fan either because she likes her. My wife likes her husband. Uh, and, mm. and you know, so Keith Urban, Keith Urban, mm-hmm. and Urban, uh, you know, the fact that she, so she doesn't like her either. So you got two people okay. that don't like uh, Nicole, okay. Nicole O'Brien, <laughs> <laughs> Susan. They do not like uh, Nicole Kidman. I'm sorry right, to hear right. that. So, um, unfortunately, I wish you all yeah. the best. Yeah, well, want, no, I I agree with you. Know, you. I think that uh, I think that uh, you know, wish her the best. It's always nice. You got to be kind, yes. right? You got to be kind. Of course. Um, of course. So. You know, you, you and I have uh, have worked in the radio and television market. You you worked mm-hmm. in New York and you worked in D.C. I worked in mm-hmm. uh, New York and Cincinnati. And, you know, we, we always have to make sure, and this has happened many times, that your mic is turned down when you're having conversations outside of your stuff, right? You don't mm-hmm. want to say something. Like what we, were, what we were talking about before the show, you don't want to have aired. That's the way it works, right? You want to just have yes. conversations that are private. Um, right, apparently, right. we had another hot mic incident. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, British figure skating announcer Simon Reed was heard on a hot mic calling Olympic gold medalist, now coach, Megan Duhamel, uh, that bitch from Canada. Whoa. His broadcasting partner, Nikki Slater, laughed at the remark. Both were suspended by the International Skating Union, the ISU, on Thursday. A day after making the disparaging comment, the ISU is shocked by the language used by the two. I always like to, I always find it interesting that people say they're shocked. I mean, let's be honest here. We all say Mm -hmm. worse than this on a daily basis. I'm not shocked at all. I think people get outraged over everything. Uh, I I think you would be shocked or outraged of the fact that he would openly say that. But again, he didn't know that the, or at least think that the mic was on. He was saying it off the mic. Um, But you know, there's no place for this harassing and abusive language or remarks Uh, or behavior. uh, Right. But it, uh, first of all, yeah, he didn't say it to her. So I don't think he was harassing her necessarily. No, it was, it was something. Is she a bitch? Well, (laughs) 
I, I mean, more than more than likely, <laughs> if the shoe fits, right? Sometimes, uh, I don't know. I I, I don't no, know I don't. of her, and I don't. Uh, it's uh, it's kind of interesting how the uh, you know prior to the incident, Duhamel had criticized Reed and Slater for their commentary and called the ISU to replace them. So there's a little bit of a history mm-hmm. here. So mm-hmm. I think that's what happened. But you know, um, the ISU YouTube uh, feed commentary said it was sad that the Russians. Are uh, the worlds and then admitted they don't watch skating often, so they aren't sure about jump rotation. I don't know. There's the hot mic comments were tweeted. Yeah. Duo responded, ha ha ha, well done, and tagged the ISU account. So she's no, doesn't sound like she's any better in this uh, mix. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she she caused the problem. But again, you always have to assume, you know what happens when you assume, you make an ass out of you and me, but, <laughs> but you, you always have to assume the mic is. You have on. a mic in front of you. Yeah. I, I always assume it's hot. I, oh, exactly. And it, it's hot just as you are at, at, at your, right? It's, there you go. It's, see, we, we could go back to all of this. But, uh, <laughs> you know, the Metro days were a few years ago. But, I, you know, what's interesting a is a few years ago, mm-hmm. I've done 103 okay. episodes. And I think if I'd count, I probably had half the people have been worked with me at Metro at the Fortune mm-hmm. Off building in New York City, right? Would you agree? <laughs> if you go yes. back to the, to the guest list. interesting it, people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, yeah, we met a lot of interesting people. It was fun to do. We did traffic reports for radio and television stations, mm-hmm. and we would be in a room. We actually, you and I yeah, met doing that? Cablevision. Um, right. And, was it like 20 by 20 room? How big was that room? Uh, maybe a little bit bigger, but not much bigger. Yeah. Not like, much. Yeah, no, it was tight. It was tighter. Um, mm-hmm. And then we had an, you know other rooms. So we stayed in this room, and they closed the door because you know we were kind of like the don't feed the animals uh, in the <laughs> exactly. circus in the circus. Uh, but it That's true. It, it was fun. I had you know had a blast. Good times. Yeah, and I miss everybody. Mm-hmm. That's why it's great to catch up with you. Um, you know, when you got sick, I was worried, and now you're you're doing oh, great. You look great. I hope that you. Uh, you know we'll we'll get you on again of course uh, you know just sure. continue to to do this you have any anything sure. that you're working on now i know you mentioned uh you're doing a little renovations around the house but mm-hmm. anything uh career wise uh, any chance get back to have nicole o'brien doing any kind you know, of reports i always i always want to go back and i have i've gone back and forth so many times um I don't know. I, the hours are really bad. Yeah. If I could get something where I could work like 10 a.m. to 2 in the afternoon, a midday shift, that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, but that's really not not around, I don't think. Um, but how do you think – do you think traffic reporting is going to continue with the way things are because of the pandemic and a lot of people working remotely now? I think it's kind of like a bell curve. Is it something that's always going to be there? I think it's always going to be there. You're going to have to provide information. And one of the things that local radio uh, does better than anything is give local information that you really can't Mm -hmm. get anywhere else. Because you ever tried turning on the, you know, it's not local enough. I mean, there are, obviously, they're going to have television stations are still going to do their traffic in the morning. And I really Mm -hmm. believe that, that radio will continue to do that and you'll still need the people to actually have a separate person doing it rather than i just think you you always have to have that just like you have the weather yeah Yeah, i think so well no i can understand the weather um a little bit more but traffic and especially now you can just go on google maps or something and and yeah but there's no personality with that no there's not there's not that's true i mean i have live traffic in my car but it's not the yeah. same thing to hear like Nicole O'Brien's voice and say, we have traffic on the beltway or something. You got to back up. Back up in the beltway. Yes, exactly. See, that's. Or, 
Or the one I used to, and we've got a, a truck that lost its load. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, we we, we might have to make this you show NC-17 pretty soon. <laughs> I, I, I was hoping I'd keep in the kids, uh, but I think we're we're moving yeah. on to another area here. Uh, no, but yeah, I always liked right. the jackknife track. I always liked to, you know, it's funny, um, you look back at some of the reports and people, you know, in, in New York, they called it an accident. In Cincinnati, it's a wreck and mm-hmm. they have a berm. You know, it's there's language is different. Traffic reporter language is a little bit differently. In Wasn't there areas. a big thing about how you're not supposed to say accident anymore? Yeah, no, agreed. Yeah, you're not. Uh, I think that's stupid. I, well, it's an accident. It, it was an accident. It wasn't on purpose, right? It, right, right. It just got into a little bit of a fender bender. Um, fender bender. There, there were so many of those words that we can go back and forth mm-hmm. and, and use and, you know, uh, I always like to do Long Island because it was always backed up. I mean, you're, you're just... Sure. You're just uh, the LIE, in, yeah, yeah. You know, the LIE, the you know, it's uh, backed up all the way, right? Just pretty mm-hmm. much from Nassau yeah, to my, Suffolk County. My son Back had you, um, <laughs> <laughs> he he had gone out to Long Island, I think, last weekend, and he was telling me where he was. I'm like, oh, that's exit 39, or this is exit that. He's like, how do you know all that? Yeah, it's many years of being a traffic reporter. You can remember them. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of funny how you do remember the exits. I actually remember something kind of weird. So I did uh, news on WFDU-FM in Teaneck, New Jersey. Did and you go to Fairley? I did not. I went to St. John's a little bit, but I did oh, not okay. go to, to – uh, yeah. So, so, oh, so it wasn't related to Fairley Dickinson it was, it University? Wasn't, well, it is, but it wasn't related oh, it was. to being a student. Like it, okay. It's a volunteer radio station that – that's been around forever. Okay. Um, so okay. I did news in the morning. I met a, I had a couple of guests on recently that we we did, and mm-hmm. one of the things uh, because it was a, a a station that gets funding, it would mm-hmm. get grants, right? So right. there would always be a grant uh, from something, and for some reason, I there was always a a, a grant, and and I listened to it was always in my head. And you, you remembered it, and it was like, I remembered the zip code to Lansing, Michigan because of it. It was like, Lansing, Michigan, right, right. 48901. And I remembered uh-huh. that because of the, the uh, it's always in your ear, and you just remember certain mm-hmm. things because you get over and over and over again, mm-hmm. just like the exits and everything else that go on. So, mm-hmm. um, but I, I, That's I your miss- traffic, up to the minute. Up to the minute. There you go. You remember that. You can remember all your taglines. I, you can. Uh, uh, that, and they say yeah. that advertising doesn't work. But meanwhile, you, you get up every day and you get into your advertised car and you get into, you know, you mm-hmm. use your advertised toothbrush and all this other stuff. So it's, it does work uh, in some oh, way. Oh, it does work. Yeah, sure. It does work. Although these days it is easier to just skip commercials and you don't have to see as much. That is correct. But, um, yeah. now, you, now you can do everything. In Dish, we actually have, uh, you, it's got the little kangaroo and you can skip the commercials. It depends oh, if really? it's recorded on the prime uh, time stuff. Like you can, mm-hmm. some of the stuff you could record. And then of course, if you just, you know, put it on the, uh, the DVR, you can uh, right. skip the commercials. Right. Exactly. It's a pain in the neck, but you can, you could certainly do that. Well, speaking of a pain in the neck, but you could like lens burning Bush on Facebook at lens burning Bush. Make sure you like, uh, make sure you follow lens burning Bush. Uh, Miss Nicole O'Brien uh, I would okay. like you to do that and follow at yes, lens sir. burning Bush on Twitter uh, just like Justin did, and Justin was able to tweet at me. Oh, Justin again. Justin again. We're giving him a third uh, topic here. Um, and there's a Have you looked t- up Justin? What does he look like? Oh, I know Justin. Is he Actually, single? I know who he is. I know he's married. Oh, you do? He's married. Oh. He's married. He's a little no, younger, no. too. But that wouldn't, you know. Yeah. That's I mean, what I like. 
Yeah, he's married. I'm sorry. He's he's happily married. So, oh, okay. Uh, well, good for you, Justin. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Well, he's going to like this episode of Lens Burning Bush. You can watch it. Uh, what you're watching it now on the YouTube channel at Lens Burning Bush and uh, Lenny L1015. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, hit the ding dong, whatever the bell, and and get you know all that together. We're we're all over the place. We're on Twitter uh, live. You're wow. you're on Facebook live. Uh, Pandora, iHeartRadio, tune in. You can even ask Alexa. To play Lens Burning Bush, but Nicole, make sure you say Lens Burning Bush podcast because you okay. don't know what's going to come up if you play, if you ask them for just anything. So uh, good stuff. I want to end this with, uh, I want you to listen to my friends Blue Jelly. Uh, they came up with a theme song and um, for Lens Burning Bush, you heard a little bit of it in the intro and mm-hmm. I'm just going to play it on the background until it comes on. But this is, uh, this is Blue Jelly, a band in Northern Kentucky, and I appreciate them. And they they came on the show, and this is the Lens Burning Bush theme song and performed by, by Blue Jelly. So we'll let this run a little bit as it goes. Lens Bush is burning, it's burning for you. Lens Bush is burning, it's burning for you. Lens Bush is burning, it's burning for you. It certainly is burning for you and uh, Nicole. You know, it's been many years. We're we're friends, and we want to mm-hmm. keep it going. And I love seeing you. Uh, it's been terrific. Nice to see you. Nice to see you as well. Glad uh, glad we keep in touch. Absolutely. Let's. Keep uh, the t- pandemic's been rough. I've really kept in touch with a lot of people. Well, I'm glad that you keep in touch with me, mm-hmm. and I'm glad you came on. But thank you to Nicole O'Brien. I'm Len Harvey. We'll be back with another episode of Lens Burning Bush next week. So long. 